Hello guys, this is the final episode of season one of the self-dev journey and this episode contains a conversation with one of my friends Toks Akinshikbe. This man is successful in his career, successful in the business world and is the truest combination of humility and confidence that I have ever come across we have conversations like this over the phone and over dinner so i thought why not let's record and he was gracious enough to accept enjoy this conversation I went back when I was two, so okay. I don't think, you know, um, my dad is a real core African man at heart. So he's like, hey, what I want to go do something for my fatherland, you know, mm -hmm. I'm going to go make a change or an impact. Mm. But, you know. Are you like that? Um, I, I think about impact beyond my family a lot mm. of times. Like, it's like you want to leave a mark in other people's lives also, not just your loved ones, you know. Um, I've happened to do one or two things that influenced the life of a stranger. And then the fulfillment you see in their face, how mm -hmm. they feel about it. There's a weird satisfaction. Let me call it weird. But there's a different level mm -hmm. of satisfaction mm -hmm. that you feel when you help someone. It's just like, hey, when you get from people, you're happy. Right. Oh, I got this. I got that. But when you actually see that you are part of an instrument to change someone's life, mm -hmm. there's also some level of satisfaction you get from that and I think that's super important to me to me what do you do right now and do you think that is what your you know your life's work is that's a packed question because um, when you work out like I work in the corporate scene so mm -hmm. I like to say I'm in tech sales to just yeah. keep it simple he's a tech but god <laughs> but, <wine guru. laughs> but um, yeah I work in tech sales, I do some wine consulting too also on the side. But beyond that, so you do certain things for livelihood. Take care of yourself, take care of your loved ones. Mm -hmm. Beyond that, I've always felt like there's an essence of purpose that's always like ringing in my head, trying to like wheel you back mm -hmm. into like, hey, what is your full essence if money didn't matter, if working in corporate didn't matter and all of that. So I've always known from a kid that it had to do with words for me sort of like um, patterned in a counseling kind of thing because I remember when I was like super young, probably at the age of like 10, 11, I remember myself attempting to advise my mom regarding something that had to do with my dad, you know, and um, even though I was a kid then, you know, my there's this Yoruba adage that says like, hey, don't despise what like little kids say. There might be some wisdom in it. So I've noticed that growing up, I've done a lot of like – I find more fulfillment when I talk to somebody and I see the fruits of it. Mm -hmm. So on the side, like some of my side passions through like corporate organizations I work with, I will go to like high schools to go talk to those kids, you know, about tech, essence of life, having a purpose in life, things like that. Um, so I know for me it has to do with words, mm -hmm. counseling, but it's not totally refined. And I think for me it's okay that it's not totally refined yet, as long as you're working that essence 
you know, sometimes we try like bucket it into a couple of words. Mm-hmm. Like this is me. Yeah. I'm a motivational speaker. I'm a transformational speaker. But they, there are other things you can also impact, you know, mm. people through. So. Right. And there's also, it's kind of like people are scared to start except they get it right. I am people. Oh, I am. <laughs> oh, my I God. I am people. Like <laughs> perfectionism. Yeah. Like I want to make sure that everything is, you know, I got this. I yeah. got that. I got that. So I'm yeah. going to wait till I have money. Yeah. I'm going to wait till like. <laughs> All the stars oh, yes. line up. In, and I think for me, I, I, I've i always been that guy, sort of. Um, but I noticed when I heard a statement where it was some, like, novel. Mm-hmm. But, you know, like, you get wisdom from, like, random places. Mm. There was, like, a horse talking to a human being. So, obviously, that's not, <laughs> that's not reality. But in the storyline, um, it was, like, the person was complaining about wanting to get to a place. Mm-hmm. And but oh, I can't see how far it is. I don't know how high the mountain is. And um, I think the horse said something like, "Can you see your next step? Mm-hmm. If you can see your next mm-hmm. step, just take that one." Wow. So I think for me, a um, couple of years back, I started to like tone down my. It has to be perfect. If not, I'm not gonna do it. Or I'm not even gonna start. So I think it's important to start, and along the way, you figure things out. And tons of people have started stuff that are great in life. But it evolved over time. It's not what they wanted to start, mm-hmm. and they evolved to something else. But if you never start, right? Yeah. So, yeah. do you have insecurities like us mere Insecure. mortals? Do you? Okay. You know, <laughs> you mortal. Do you have in? Do you have insecurities? If you do, how do you kind of? For instance, you just talked about. We just spoke about. Yeah. You know. Trying to be per- trying to make things yeah. perfect. So when you know when you start something, okay. and that you know that you are not perfect or you don't have all the tools to start yeah. this with, you are insecure in what you don't yeah. have as much confidence. Mm-hmm. You can only see this your first step. You don't know how high the mountain yeah. is, like you said. How do you kind of like wade through that phase yeah. at least until you become you know confident? Okay. Um, so surprisingly, um, a lot of people I work with, I interact with, might not believe this, but one of my major insecurities has to do with standing in front of people and speaking. Um, it started when I was like a kid, like in high school. So there was a day, it was so bad that I had to be in front of the, like the whole school mm-hmm. to get an award for, um, like I, I, I'm a math guy, so I, mean, I wanted to get an award, I mean, but <laughs> I couldn't even say what I had practiced. And I was so nervous. My heart was beating so fast. I had a, like an, like, a weird bitter taste in my mouth like it like it was so intense and crazy but as i grew older i noticed two things helped me um one of it i think people underestimate the power of like positive confession confession uh, or positive affirmation whatever you want to call it so take for example when you're nervous what do you feel your heart is beating fast mm-hmm. you're sweating yeah you can't you're not sure what's going to happen when you're excited your heart is beating fast. You're probably sweating. It's the same like physical stimuli mm-hmm. when you're nervous and you're excited. Right. So very early I started to think, instead of saying I was nervous when I felt those emotions, I was starting to say, oh, I'm so excited about this. I'm excited about this. Like, I'm excited. Like that's why I'm, like, I'm excited. And before I knew it, it started to trickle down into my mental stability, my ability to narrow down into what I'm about to talk about, you mm-hmm. know, and things like that. So I think for me, insecurities, positive confessions has to do with it. And it's not easy to like overlook some things that you're not so great at. So um, I lean on 
like messages and stuff. I have a, I call it a powerhouse, but it's on my Instagram, like mm -hmm. a save, you know, you can save posts on Instagram. Mm -hmm. So before I like go speak somewhere, even at work, like if I'm giving a big presentation in front of like a customer CIO or something like that, um, I'll just go to that folder. I have like hundreds of like motivational, like one minute, mm -hmm. 60 seconds, 50, whatever seconds. And I'll just go listen to a couple. Sometimes it's not even planned. I just press play, listen to one, second one, third one. By the time I yeah. listen to like four, five, one minute motivational yeah. speeches, my mindset has changed. Yeah. My confidence is like up there. I feel like, okay, I can do it. Yeah. There's a reason why I'm here is because I can do it. Mm. So um, positive confessions, what you say and also what you hear. I think mm. they influence how we feel about stuff eventually. That, I feel like people take it for granted. Mm -hmm. The music you listen to, the movies you watch. You watch. Like in my car, I don't allow anybody to play anything. <laughs> take control of your ox <laughs> like, car like that. I don't. Even when I go, like if I enter inside my friend's cars mm -hmm. and my brother's cars, like when I get in the car, if they're playing something, I'll be like, Turn it off. Can we play something else? Can we else? play something else? Can we speak? <laughs> like, yeah, let's I don't talk. <laughs> like, okay. There's some songs, even some movies that I'll be watching, and I'll be like, mm, You turned off this, Yeah, it. this like, is hey, not. this is not. I don't want to watch this. I don't want to be here anymore. <laughs> oh, you don't give me what you're supposed to I give? <laughs> but the funny thing, the thing is, people think that this affirmation thing, you know, it's only, you know, at one particular point in time, maybe mm -hmm. when I want to do something, when I want to give a speech, yeah. when I want to do something, yeah. it has to be a lifestyle. Yeah. It has to be until it becomes a lifestyle because I've had so many stages where I will leave my day listening to crazy music, yeah. doing all kinds of unproductive things, maybe during the day as opposed to waiting to the end of mm -hmm. the day to whatever. And then, you know, I would wait until maybe I have an interview to try to hype Get myself. That up. It doesn't <laughs> it happen. Work. It yeah. has to be a way yeah. of life. It yeah. has to be something that you normally do. For me, in the mornings, um, whenever I wake up early nowadays, I've really been slacking, but okay. I'm always an early riser. <laughs> I would listen to, like, I have this Spotify motivational, whatever, and okay. I'll listen to it in the morning as I'm getting dressed to, you know, whatever, to start my day. Yeah. It's, it's, always, it's always great. It's always oh, yeah, great. it's amazing because I think you're right absolutely right you can prep yourself for controlled situations but life will always like throw curveballs at you right. and you have to be ready right. if not you're not gonna be able to exactly it's what you have in you right. that will come out oh god this so. is so good i was thinking about um another episode of mine that i was gonna do and it's gonna be called what is your anchor okay like what is what when life throws yeah. curveballs at you, when yeah. you know the storms just you know happen, yeah. and you, what is the one thing? What can you go back to that holds you Hold together? You that you can dig into your mind and remember. You know, I, it could be a Bible verse, mm -hmm. it could be a book that yeah. you read. However, if you don't actually read the books or yeah. study the word There's when nothing. you are at peace, what is going yeah. to come to your mind when the war begins? Yeah. So yeah, that and to is... to what you said about like something you can anchor to, mm -hmm. I think one of the things I found out recently is your past victories can be your anchor. Mm. Like I remember the story of like David in the Bible when he was in front of Goliath and mm. um, before he actually threw the stone and stuff, he actually looked back and said, hey, the God that delivered me from the lion, the mm. God that delivered me from this. So I, I strongly believe that the testimony of 
God has done this before. Mm. So this is not brand new. Yeah. So I also think wow. like apart from just like the word, studying the word, look, there's nobody if you genuinely sit down and look at your life, you cannot mm. say God has not showed out. Amazing. You cannot say there's there was something at some point that you thought would take you out and it mm. didn't mm-hmm. or will ruin you and mm. it didn't. Mm. That can be an anchor for wow. you too. Wow, wow, that is great. Bible study. Yeah, <laughs> he said Look Bible study. <laughs> David and Goliath. <laughs> Bible study. Gotta chip that in, you know. <laughs> chip that in. Wow, that that is so true. Because the more, the more things happen for me, yeah. the more confident I become. Yeah. It's kind of like, oh, I'm going to ace it. And you know what? I actually, I've come to a point in my life recently where I'm like. And if it, even if it doesn't work out, yeah, it's still, still good. Yeah. Like, yeah. I feel like there is no way, nothing that is supposed to be mine, that's supposed to happen for me, that yeah, is not going to happen gonna for happen. me. If I want something and I want it and I want it so bad, I was talking to my friend the other day, and it was about something that I've always said I wanted. Okay. Like, you know, I've always been, like, pursuing. And uh, at this point, I was like, listen, if it's not the will of God for me, <laughs> she was like, I rebuke it. <laughs> She's like, I want it for you. <laughs> I was like, listen, yeah. if it's not the will of God, it's not the will of God because I'm not about to stress myself out anymore. Yeah. But, um, yes, knowing that God has been faithful in the past, yeah. the way that my uh, my career currently started, yeah. like, it, it, I couldn't, I could never have had imagined it. it. Yeah. So knowing that God has shown up for you consistently, consistently yeah. in the past, it's a great one. Yeah. I'm, yeah. I'm taking that yeah. one from you. <laughs> I'm stealing that one from you. All right, so, I, you know, I asked you about, kind of like who you are, what's your background, what's your word, what do you think your life's work is. If you had a motivating factor, or let me phrase the question like this, what is your why? Hmm. So, I think when people ask about why, um, it could have to do with more than just one thing. So, and it also can have to do with like stages in life. So um, my why, my overall big picture why is I will hope to leave this earth feeling like my last moment, my last breath, feeling like I impacted so many lives positively in however way it can be in career, it could be mentally or anything. But some of my short-term whys are, I can put them in buckets. Like, why do I work so hard and things like that? Um, My family. Mm. Like, I have a younger sister who's autistic. Mm. And mentally, I feel like she's my responsibility for Mm. the rest of our life. So at a certain point, I open a bank account for her. Mm. Every, like, every month as I get paid, I put something in there for her that is just for her. She doesn't have to spend it. She doesn't have to do anything for me. It's my mindset. Um, my parents were made so many sacrifices to give me the education I have. One of the reasons why I go hard when it comes to like work is I never want a situation to come up where my parents will want something and I can't do it for them. Mm. Like I don't even want. I want to figure out. Oh, this want is gonna happen. It hasn't happened yet. Mm. And just say, hey, here you go. So from a go hard work perspective, that's a strong why for me. Mm. I know my wife's going to get redefined when I get married and have kids, you know, and things like that. But big picture why um, will revolve around me, my last few breaths, mm. feeling like 
oh, yeah, I did it. I did. I, I Like, oh, yeah, you did it. You did it, boy. And, you know, whatever wow. it is to people around me. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Wow, that's, that's, that's great. I, I heard something the other day. It's kind of like, what are people going to say, like, during your funeral? Have you ever imagined what your funeral would be? I'm a very strong believer in the will of God, and I feel like whatever God's will is, you are the only one now that can prolong mm, when that will, yeah. you know, when that gets to happen yeah. for you, but it will happen for you. It will happen. I know that I'm going to live long. Mm -hmm. I trust God mm -hmm. that I'm going to live long, and if I don't happen to live long, then... What am I going to do within this, you know, to, I can walk out yeah. here. I know, but God, please let it not yeah. happen. But I can walk out here and get into an accident and die. Mm. But I have done, done this. Some, yep. Okay. I just finished, done wrapped something. up this podcast <laughs> that, that I almost did not yeah. do. And that also goes back to, you know, being insecure and starting mm. things. I didn't, I wanted to call I called you yesterday. Yeah. That was me trying to get moral support yeah. because I was like, listen, <laughs> my legs are shaking. <laughs> I don't know if I can do this. Let me see if this guy, if anything he says that he can't show up. <laughs> you think yeah, I'll be like, yeah, that's a sign. <laughs> nah. That is a sign. But, um, but yeah, see, it's knowing that you're going to leave this world one day. You're going, you have, people that are going to come those i was listening to something yesterday um steve harvey's episode of masterclass oprah okay. winfrey's masterclass so he was saying something that his friend's mom said to him on her deathbed or his friend's grandmother said to his friend on her deathbed he just happened to be there yeah, okay the woman said do you know she asked the, her grandson do you know your great-grandfather's name hmm. he said no he said because she said because he didn't leave you anything Oh, wow. And when she said he didn't leave you anything, it could have been money, but anything. Yeah. He didn't the have legacy. a name. He, yeah. There was no legacy. And he, that was what Steve Harvey took it in mind. Like, I will okay. make sure yeah. that my, not my grandchildren, my grandchildren's children hmm. know, who, know I who I am. Wow. Because of the work I have done in this world, because of the work I have done in my life. So it's. Impact. It's big. I am very yeah. passionate about <laughs> stuff like that. Impact. Yes. Impact. So speaking of spirituality, and you just like kind of like gave us this Bible study lesson. Study lesson. Okay. <laughs> Do you have a spiritual practice? Um, Are you spiritual? So at all? I am. I am uh, firmly believe in Christ, the death on the cross, the resurrection, that being the channel to salvation for us. Um, I'm a Christian at the core of my heart. Um, I believe in spiritual practice. If I, I don't think I'll ever call this spiritual practice, but I'll okay. call it that today. Okay, but, what do you um, call it? I don't really call it a, anything because for me, I do it. I have routines. I always follow my routines. Um, mm -hmm. But I think as long as you stay disciplined to it mm -hmm. as much as you can, um, like I would not say I pray every morning. That is mm -hmm. the first thing I do in the morning. But no day goes by without me saying something i think the moment i relieve myself from the thought of i gotta go on one on my knees put my hands together put my head on the side of the bed and say something before god hears me mm. but as i got to grow in christianity and my relationship with god i found out even hears my thoughts 
yes. apart from the words that come out of my mouth. Mm -hmm. So I could be in the kitchen and say a word of prayer. Right. Just the way if I had a spouse, I can be in the kitchen and talk to you. Mm -hmm. I don't have to be in bed, sitting in the living room, face straight. There's yep. no ritual, you mm -hmm. know, in that. So how much more my father, my creator, who created me, um, loves me the way nobody else can love me, mm. wants that relationship with me the way nobody else can mm. want a relationship with me. So I know wherever I am, right. no matter the situation, space, I say a word of prayer, he can hear me. Right. If it doesn't even proceed out of my mouth, he can hear it. But mm -hmm. I want to talk to him, I want to communicate with him. So um, I listen to the word of God. Um, I also listen to the word of God through people in terms of like messages. Mm -hmm. um, I'm... I'm terrible at sitting down to read a book. Mm -hmm. Put it on audio, okay, yes. Because <laughs> I can be on the, uh, on the treadmill and listen to it. I love mm -hmm. audio. I like to hear words because they stick with me mm. more than me sitting down and reading. Yeah, yeah, whatever. Just, and stuff just like say that, that you're so, lazy. <laughs> <laughs> so, but my, my ritual, so to speak, will be um, constant communication, um, as much as I can, as much as I remember to, I do forget to stick with the, oh, you have to pray every day and things like that. Sometimes I fall short, you know, um, but whenever I remember, mm -hmm. I don't feel judged mm. or pulled back because mm. one of those things that used to happen is like, oh, I haven't been to church in a couple of Sundays. Mm. Ah, man, I'll now go like, mm. ah, God's going to, which and is something I heard on go. your podcast yeah. that it feels like you can relate to where you said, oh, if I go to church, it, Somebody's something just, <laughs> you just something. <laughs> so I think I relieved myself of that guilt by understanding God's grace and also understanding that the moment I feel like, hey, I'm drawing so far away, the moment I think that instead of like cowering and covering up, that's when I should actually open up and be like, hey, ding, ding, ding. I'm here. My it's bad. Me. I'm sorry. <laughs> you know, so yes. um, just the way you would miss your dad's call. Mm. Not give him a phone call, but it's not going to stop you from calling him the next day and say, oh, hey, dad, I'm sorry. Like, mm -hmm. I missed your call. I didn't talk to you yesterday. Something yeah. like that. Even much more, we have a better relationship. Right. So you can be like, hey. So I would say that's my spiritual consciousness. I also try to be that professionally. And that's difficult sometimes, honestly. Okay. Like, when you think about work, corporate scene, sometimes running a business can be, can get a little bit dirty and conflict with like your principles mm. or what the what what would Jesus do type mm -hmm. of thing. So um but as much as I can, knowing I'm not perfect in any way, um, especially when I in that moment I'm in the consciousness of it, you know. When I was very depressed and very like I was suffering in my mind. Mm. I saw something or I got an impression in my spirit and then later God gave me like better words for it. Okay. But what it seemed for to me was like God had been stretching his hand, his body, mm. his leg, like trying to get to yeah. me. And all I needed to do, because in that moment, I remember saying, God, listen, if you are here, if you, you know, if you exist, just help me and save me from this thing yeah. or better still kill me like at this yeah. point like oh you said that before yes oh wow yes we can relate <laughs> yes 
talk to yeah. me about that. <laughs> I want to hear about that. Yeah, so I actually had, like, I've been, I felt, so growing up with African roots, growing up in Nigeria, not just being Nigeria, but, like, really growing up in Nigeria, went to military school, hmm. um, like, primary school, which is, like, middle school, mm-hmm. went to military school, secondary school, like, high school. Um, I kind of felt like, like, I was tough, mm. especially in my mind. My mind was tough. So the older I got, when I see people talk about depression, yeah. I never believed. Like, I'm like, you haven't really suffered or you haven't really seen or experienced certain things. That's why you say you're depressed. Like, there's, there's really no depression. Like, get over it. Like, mm-hmm. slip it off. Mm-hmm. Wake up the next morning. It's a brand new day yep. kind of thing. But I found myself in a point at a point where... I knew what depression was. Like, it was so mm-hmm. bad that I could not go to sleep without drinking, like, myself to, like, hey. Like, the only way to sleep was to drink, like, liquor. Not, I'm a wine guy or mm-hmm. something, but, like, I didn't even touch wine for months. It was a very, very depressing moment. And I knew, you know, in that at that point, and this is one thing I feel like people around those who are depressed should know, is, mm-hmm. like, in that depression, it's not like you don't know no better. Mm. It's not like you don't know the right thing to do. It's not like you don't know what you're doing is wrong. So sometimes people are like, oh, let me, they'll just say something to you and just walk away thinking you don't know what is right. But it's like I noticed for me, mm. I knew I wasn't supposed to be drinking like that. Mm-hmm. I knew it wasn't going to solve the problem. I'd done it for two days back to back. Common sense told me, hey, you're just going to wake <laughs> wake up to the same problem mm-hmm. and things like that. But so I found myself at that state. And there was a day I prayed to God. And I'm like, because I felt like I lost everything. Mm-hmm. If you do not have greatness in front of me, if the manifestation of like your Ephesians 320 that says God who is able to do exceedingly abundantly above all you can ask or think. Mm -hmm. If that scripture cannot manifest or is not going to manifest in my life down the line, if you're God and you have all this power, Mm -hmm. I challenge you to not let me wake up tomorrow. Like I challenge you. I wrote a letter and put it right beside my bed. And I'm like, I challenge you, just don't. But if you, by any means, make me wake up tomorrow, then it better be because I have a purpose in life. And I'll be fulfilled in that purpose. And you got me beyond what I'm going through right now. And I will tell you, the next morning when I woke up, I got a call from my closest friend, that morning also. And so I woke up feeling good, and then he called me, and he was just telling me about, like, bro, remember those stuff you said you were going to do? It's time to do it. Hmm. And everything just worked out, and I was like, man, God is real. And so for me, from that day, Hmm. I don't think it took – I think that day, that same friend gave me the phone number of the guy who was going to register my business because I'd always wanted to do it but never did it. a lot happened within a one-week period. So mm. I can relate to that point where you say you're so depressed mm-hmm. that you're like, and I think that's why it's good to have a relationship with God mm. so that when those times come, 
you can talk to him in those moments instead of taking it upon yourself to say, hey, well, there's nothing for me. Let that me take, can actually you know. be the beginning of a relation because I feel like that was the beginning of a true, true. Of my true mm. relationship when I was like, listen, I'm, you know, <laughs> enough of this Sunday morning. <laughs> no. <laughs> enough yeah. of that. That was the beginning of the, my true relationship. And you, you said something. I, I heard something yesterday from the same Steve Harvey um, discussion. And he said, it's like God knows when enough is truly mm. enough for you like when you really yeah. had it god yeah. god knows yeah. that when i talk to people sometimes i'm like you're not tired you don't seem mm. tired this this situation it hasn't mm. it, it's not choking <laughs> <you>. <laughs> it, it's not choking you yet when you get to mm. a point you would know yeah. if you have maybe you have the with all like you have space in yeah. you to take some more yeah. you know to for the devil to slap you around some more, maybe maybe you have the patience for that. But if you truly enough is enough, yeah. something's gotta change. That yeah. day, that day, I was yeah, like, listen, <laughs> <laughs> this is it. And I'm not saying that oh, immediately. For instance, mm -hmm. for me, I'm not saying immediately something happened. Mm -hmm. But I know that what happened for me in that moment when I said those words, yeah. I felt like I got a hug. Wow. I felt like, I felt like, you know, God just told me, I love you. Wow. I felt like that. And I felt like there was some peace. I was still feeling the anxiety yep. and mm -hmm. depression, mm -hmm. but I could also, it was like, there was some peace beside yeah. me that yeah. was walking with me yeah. alongside me. Let me ask you today in this, you know, how is your, we just talked about anxiety and depression. Yeah. How, how are you feeling today? What would you say is your, how do you feel in your mind, in your spirit, in your body? How do you feel? Today I feel good. Um, today I feel better than yesterday. Um, so I focus a lot on progress, much more than the final destination of whatever goal I mm. have. So today feels good. Today I feel absolutely blessed. Oh my God. Like Okay, talk to me they about are, this blessing. No, no. no. <laughs> I do feel blessed because... I remember when I was like 18, 21, 22, when I hit rough patches, when I hit like some strong breakthroughs and things like that. But honestly, in my wildest imagination, God's blessings like in manifestation in my life right now is not something I thought I would see at this stage and age of my life. And that's why, like, when people ask me, hey, what's your favorite scripture? And people are like, you know, everybody, yeah, John 3, 16, and stuff like that, because it's easy to go to. But for me, it's the scripture that says, now unto him that is able to do exceedingly, mm. abundantly above all you can ask or think according to the power in you. So for me, that scripture has found, like, manifestation in my life, because mm. things I thought I would do when I'm 40, I'm doing it before I'm 40. Things mm. I thought I would have when I'm 40, having it beyond um at that point things i felt like oh hey um at this point in my life i'm going to be able to do this i'm able so i'm happy spiritually um i'm aspiring to know god more mm. um physically i'm aspiring to be in better health um you can always be better so everything i do i always think it can be better and things but i appreciate the progress and i'm grateful to god for the progress so today i would tell you i am happy I am at peace in my mind. Mm. I am grateful. 
very, very grateful, and I'm hungry too. For hungry. food, or? all of it. <laughs> more food for God, mm. for more success, for more um, a, a more stretched breadth of impact mm. and things like that. So it's a good harmony of contentment and hunger mm. mixed together. Right. That's I feel that. Right. When you said peace in mind, I felt that. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah. Like for you to when somebody oh. uses that phrase, peace in mind. Oh yeah. Like oh, it's yeah. it's it's one of those you never appreciate the value of genuine peace mm. until you've lived in chaos mm. or until you've been through some stuff right. in life. When you have peace, then you appreciate it more. The little things that we see around us, we appreciate it more. You know. So yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so what are you currently working on? Currently working on um, some, st okay. Um, I'm currently, I, I run a business. I'm in tech sales. Mm -hmm. So expanding my portfolio, um, investment into real estate, um, closing on an investment stuff soon, thanks to God. Great. Um, excited about that. Um, in the wine space, I have a couple of certifications in the wine space, but my goal in that space is to, bring technology into the white into the wine industry um, a lot of people know like the wine industry is uh the old white man's industry you know so to speak not a young guy or a young person that looks like me so um bringing technology into that also i'm working on that um working on also personal development in terms of who i am the mind that i am better control of your mind um, not letting the external drive how you feel on the inside mm. and things like that. So self-development, I think I'm about to give up on the physical workout thing. <laughs> <laughs> so, well, you so you don't have, like, you know, some people have the, some people are prone to, I don't know, to be on the bigger side and okay. blah, blah. Um, I think I think you're blessed. I don't think I don't think you oh, have to bother. My my so doctor much. literally <laughs> told me that I was like, "Why are you trying to like, man? Wait till you're 50, mm -mm. and then you appreciate it because like, oh hey, you're, you're everything is amazing going on internally. Right. You know, like you're healthy. Nothing is concerning. There's no whatever. Wait till you're. But so it's like, yeah, I I I love me the way I am. And workout. See, for me. When I, the day after I <laughs> came out of that, you know, I had that conversation yeah. with God, somehow, for some reason, the first thing I did, I woke up early that day, I woke up at 5 a.m. and I went running and it was cold. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> it was a cold day. Okay. So this is not like, and I went running. For me, I can say workout has literally saved my life. That's the oh, reason wow. why I work out so much. It has nothing That's to do awesome. with my body. What am I working <laughs> but, <laughs> but it has nothing to do with my body, although of course it gives yeah. me the benefits of my body. But then it's it's a mind thing, and that's yeah. why I do it like early in the morning. I go to the gym early in the morning. It's a mind thing. It's kind of like I'm I'm telling my mind yeah. who's boss because before Let's I go. stand up from that bed, do you know what it takes? <laughs> it takes the battle, <laughs> the battle to get up from okay. that bed. So I feel like you know working out for me so you can use it if you want to motivate yourself yeah. at all to work mm -hmm. out you can use it as a personal development thing so it's not like i go there and i'm trying to uh you know like lift weight or you know okay. mm, everybody can do whatever do they it. want to do like, i'm not here to do all of that so my body but vibes you know? 
I'm not yet to do all that, but I actually, you know, like it, it just me working out, me listening yeah. to my music and all yeah. of that. That just put. I remember there's a lot of things, and every day gets, you know, I get stronger in yeah. my mind than yeah. the last. So yeah. it is. That's my workout muscle. That's so good. let me ask you this. I mean, throughout your years, you living in different places, different countries, all of this, and all your experiences. Okay. What took you the longest to learn? Um, not to really care about people's opinion that much. Not to? Not to. Okay. That much. Not like you don't care, mm-hmm. but that much. Mm-hmm. It took me a long time. Uh, oh, a very long time. Because I was the kid who wanted everybody around me to like me. Mm. Um, if there was something you didn't like about me, I would do everything I can to change it so I can add you to the list of people that liked me growing up. So nobody wanted, like, well, I was not the kid that wanted anybody to say, hey, I don't like this Mm. about him and stuff. So as I got older, you start to see how you do not have control of how people think or interpret what you do Mm. or how people judge you. The only thing you have control over is your motive, right. what you're doing, and what you're trying to accomplish. You know your motive, the reason why you're doing something. Mm-hmm. You know exactly what you're doing. You know the outcome you want. And so I think it took me a minute, uh, uh, well, not a minute, years. <laughs> to actually, <laughs> a long minute. Yeah, to actually, when all these things are checked, my conscience, no guilt, mm-hmm. my motive is right. Um, it's not going to hurt anybody. It's not pulling somebody down. Mm. It's going to make the people around me happier mm. or anything, or it's going to make me happier. When all these boxes are checked, then however way you feel on the external in sense of, oh, this is why he's doing it, or this is why he's not doing it, or stuff like that, mm-hmm. shouldn't matter that much more than how I feel about it. Mm. And it took me a long time because you can't satisfy everybody. Mm. You can literally do something and satisfy two out of three people. Mm-hmm. And then you switch it up to satisfy the third person. Now you, two people are not satisfied mm. with you. So as long as all these things fundamentally check in your heart and you know what's real, you mm. know the truth. You know what's real to you. Mm. Um, not putting that old emphasis. And there was a saying I heard around that period where that clicked for me was you would not be so worried about what people think of you if you realized how not so often they think of you. Oh, my God. I love that. I, lo- I saw that somewhere, too. Yeah. Like, P- these people. Yeah. <laughs> it's like you <laughs> would not be so concerned you because like it's like they might think about you, that or you in a wrong way one time mm-hmm. and three three, five, six, seven months, or one time, like once forever, and you heard it that moment, and now you've put it on yourself, you're yeah. worried by it, you want to cater to that, yeah. but they're not even thinking. So if you realize, like, people don't really think about you that much. There's a lot of things that, you know, people have going on. People are made to be self-centered. Yeah, yeah. So it's kind of yeah. like, okay, how long do these people have? And and truly, it's not, this doesn't mean that, oh, there are not people that think okay. bad about yeah. you yeah. or people that naysayers. Yeah, yeah they, they are there. Yeah. They're there. However, they can't be 
Your boys can't be louder yeah. than what's going on yeah. inside you. And to be and honest, yourself. like they bother, they bother you yeah. sometimes. But yeah. like I just recently got bothered, strongly bothered no by. <laughs> but and I did, I did something that like I saw that I wasn't gonna do <laughs> ever. And I was like, you know what? I think I'm gonna take a break from social media. Oh wow! So okay. you've yeah. me on social media, right? I, I was like, I'm gonna leave here for a minute. I think that's one of those things, like social media, um, like the world itself is already that way social mm-hmm. media just adds another layer for people to have an opinion a say um either said to you or not said directly to mm-hmm. you and stuff like that but at the end of the day it's like how much of that really matters again i'm a big fan of going back to history and getting strength from that it's like i've been talked about before mm. and i'm good today I've been lied on before, and mm-hmm. I'm good today. So if you lie on me right now, I get strength from the fact that it's going to be over. It's not mm-hmm. like I can't let you have that much power mm-hmm. over how I feel or what I do next. Mm-hmm. So, and like you said, it's real. It will bother you, but you can't linger there too long. Yeah. Like, it's okay. Cry about it, mm-hmm. you know, but give yourself a limit. Like, right. once this is done, like, yep. I'm, I'm moving on. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm good. I'm getting over this, so... Yeah, how do you tune out this? I mean, how do you tune out distractions? Haters, let me just say, quote unquote, okay. haters okay. can be distractions. Yeah. How do you like focus? You have a goal in life, and for, I mean, for many of us, you know, people, somebody like me, I'm always learning, I'm always, you know, advancing, mm-hmm. and I'm always setting goals. And you know, after I achieve this one, there's another one mm-hmm. that I want to achieve. How do you do that? You know, with like I've told you, I admire you. You're a successful young man, and you know especially from coming from another country, being here doing your thing, how do you like tune in when there's so much to distract mm. you? Yeah, I think one of the things is I read this book, um, Purpose Driven by Miles um Monroe. You read it or you listened to it? I actually read it because mm. I was forced to read that book. Nice. When I was younger, much younger. <laughs> if I read it twice, like okay. back to back twice. I was literally forced to read the book and hey, Tell me about this chapter. Tell me about the next chapter when Who you're done. Tell me about my sister. Okay. Yeah, so, um, so I read that book, and one way or the other, in everything that I do, I like to like define like the purpose from scratch. Mm. So when haters come, and or when the noise is around me, yes, it will affect you. Mm-hmm. Yes, it might slow you down by a couple of days. But as long as you keep like that purpose, like that reason in front of you Mm. um and then i it's a true fact that challenges make you stronger like Mm -hmm. uncomfortable situations make you stronger you learn from defeat hardly from victory yeah so it's so easy for me to tune out what people say because people have said before Mm. so it, it goes back to that whole it's easy for me to i'll be affected like really like I'm more surprised nowadays than bothered. Like maybe I'm surprised at the person. Or oh, wait, or how did you even translate that to me this? And it's like, so for me, I go back to anchor, like get strength from like, hey, I've been talked about before. Almost all of us have been talked about before at some mm. point. And we ended up being okay after the fact. Mm. So you tell yourself, oh, I'll be okay after this fact. That's mm. one. And then two, if you have a goal in front of you, like focus on that goal. There's a reason why you started that journey. Oh, I want to achieve this. Oh, I want to be able to, I want to do this for this, this reason. 
focus on that. And if you focus on, on it long enough, it will become stronger than what people say in mm. your mind. Right. Your your why, your mm-hmm. reason why you want to do it. If you like narrow your mind, either by saying it, confession, saying it so you bring it to your consciousness, or just thinking about it, focusing on it, going back to read where you wrote the vision or mm. what you're trying to do. If you focus on that very, very soon, it will become louder than what mm-hmm. people are saying. Right. So those are like kind of my ways to... Right. And I just wanted to, I wanted to point out something you just said, writing your vision. That is so, so yeah. important. And I I feel like people, I was one of the people that would be like, okay, What's I, the hear point? <laughs> I, I hear you guys are just being, you guys are just yeah. being a little bit dramatic mm-hmm. right here. Like telling me if I write it down, yeah. I'm saying in my mind, I know what I want, yeah. but writing your vision yeah. down. Oh yeah. It's powerful. Very powerful. I can't. Mm-hmm. So I was one of those people that I was. I didn't see the reason mm-hmm. because I believed in like, hey, like I know it. I know what I want yeah. to do in my head. Why am I writing it mm-hmm. down? But I strongly believe, like over time, things I have written down, mm-hmm. I have ended up achieving or accomplishing. Yes. I remember twenty, twenty fourteen. Uh, no, twenty fourteen. My dad called me, and. He was like, hey, he was cleaning. My dad has a big library at home, like he books and all that. Um, there, so he was cleaning it up, and he found a sheet of paper where he told he told every. My dad was that guy that every year you had to write down what you wanted to accomplish oh, wow. that year and in life. And he wanted to see how it evolved or mm. if it evolved. And if it evolved, you had to give a reason mm. why it evolved. So oh my God. I ended up writing the same <laughs> thing all the time. I'm like, I don't want to, I don't want to, I want to talk like, what did I write last year? All right, cool. <laughs> <laughs> but um, sometime in 2004, and that was when I got into like IT, fell in love with IT in the first place. Um, there was a company that I knew back then in Nigeria, like a multinational company that I was like, man, I would love to work for this company because it was something that had to do with them that triggered my love for IT. So my dad asked 2004, he asked all the kids, write down the top three companies you want to work for. And my brother wrote his, my sister wrote his. I only knew one because it was that company. And like, God is my witness. I wrote that company down. And we gave him the sheet of paper. Like, my dad just kept it. My dad is the one that knows, has record of everything. <laughs> Everybody's visions. So when he called me in 2014, he said it was cleaning around. And that 2014 was the year I got a job with that company mm. in the U.S. So he said it was cleaning, like, just wiping things around, the like, his books and all. And he found, like, the paper from all the kids. So he started looking through everything. And he saw the paper. And a couple of months before then was when I got the job. And my dad called me. And my dad was literally in tears. Mm. Like, my dad has only cried twice. And he was so excited because for him, Mm. it was like, what was a dream for you then is now a reality. Mm. And I think that also does something to your emotion. So Mm. from that moment, I started writing things down. Mm -hmm. I didn't used to before 2014 Mm. but i started writing down and the more i write things down the more i hit the mark i can't tell you why i can't tell you there's something in the atmosphere or some angel or anything but it does work it does work yeah yeah let me let me just close with this bible passage habakkuk 2 
verse two or three is there. Mm. It says, write the vision yeah. and make it plain. Mm. So whatever the vision is, uh, I don't know if, of course, a lot of things, a lot of miracles have happened in my life. A lot of blessings have come into my life. But last year, particularly in March of last year, I wrote down something. I wrote down what I wanted and I w wrote down like I wanted to make so, so, so much uh, by the end of the year. Yeah. Now, what happened for me was that in June, I got a job that what my annual salary was was double oh, wow. the what you know what i wrote down so that means between june and december wow. i made exactly, exactly for the year what i wow. wrote down for the year wow. so that is if i needed any yep. that was it so yep write it down <laughs> write it down, <laughs> write it down. Well, thank you so much talks i really you. appreciate your time thank this you. was awesome being invited to this this is amazing you're doing an amazing job Thanks. and i learned a lot from talking to you today and this this is amazing yeah. i'm excited thank for you. you and much more what's what's coming in front of you i am right. truly excited i i am um anxious but <laughs> <laughs>